Hey, welcome to Bless Our Mess. I am Taylor. And I'm Kelly. And we are going to talk about the why behind the reasoning we started this podcast today. Yeah, so when, even if it's just one person, really, that, that benefits from listening and makes some small change for the better, their life improves in some way or another, then really that's worth it. Right. So let's go back to, I don't know, last year, let's say we were talking about starting this podcast and I was like, yeah, man, you know, yeah, Taylor, you should start a podcast. Like there's all these things that you've learned through your schooling, through your career, you could totally help people. And, you know, really it was like what we discussed that for the good part of last year. Right. Yeah. It's like several months we were like, yeah, you know, I've always joked with Taylor like he's got all this wise advice to share all the time. And I'm like, you're going to write a, you're gonna I don't write know a book. About that. <laughs> one of our friends one time said, you know, you're really quiet, but when you do speak, it's usually, you know, something you want to perk up and listen to. It's usually something kind of profound. So it's like, I'm, I'll just talk just to talk. Right. And then usually it's like when Taylor speaks up, it's like, oh, everyone listen. He's usually got something good to say. Um, no pressure or anything. I know, right? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, so yeah, we were just talking about how I was teasing Taylor, you know, one of these days you're going to write a book. And I don't know, I think some of us can relate to this, but I think just to get really personal, um, we've just always talked about how in our life, we just feel like there's something more we should be doing, you know, kind of this pull of like, all right, we're in this, this rut. And I'm sure people can relate. You get, you just get in the rut in life where you do the same thing. You wake yeah. up, you know, whether it's like you go to the gym or you go to work or whatever you, you do, you kind of get in this schedule on this rut. You come home, maybe you put on your favorite show, you know, Netflix, right. jammies, whatever. Um, and you just kind of get in this rut. And so something in our relationship over the last 15, almost 16 years, uh, I think that we've always been able to have something to look forward, something to press forward, a goal, um, you know, whether it's school. I feel like we've been doing school for like 15 years, right? It feels like it. Yeah, <laughs> Pretty it much. So like we get married, you know, we're in school. Okay, what's the next step? We have our first daughter, Addie. Um, I was working as a phlebotomist, still doing prereqs for dental hygiene, Taylor was doing school here and there, but he also kind of, once we had kids, started his own tiling business. Um, and then the... The crash of the 2008. Crash of two, don't, don't. Yeah, the crash of 2008, right? So he's like, okay, um, tiling isn't something I want to do long-term, so I'm going to go back to school. And I think at the time, I don't know, were you still thinking like accounting I, I, it was all over it was the all place. Over. It was business and it was accounting because I had talked to my uncle, right? He owned a firm in Vegas and he said, hey, we could start you out at this type of salary. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds appealing. Oh, that's tempting. You know, and then I took two <laughs> classes and was like, there's no way I'm doing this for the rest of my life. I no. can't. I can't. Me knowing me, I, I just can't. Right. So props to the accountants that can't right. because I've taken a couple of classes yeah. and I'm like, that takes some discipline. For sure. Just like I was, I was saying I could never be a teacher. And then quarantine happened, <laughs> Corona, and now I'm the homeschool teacher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Props to the teachers and the accountants out there. Whoop. 
Um, anyways, so this is, this is what I do. I just start rambling. <laughs> Purpose, <laughs> right? We, we've always seemed to have something. Right. That we're to push mm -hmm. us to keep us going. Right. So, you know, second baby comes along and I'm like, do we have more kids? What's the, you know, so I decided to go back to school, uh, really just continue. Cause it's not right. like I ever, I mean, I think I took a short break during that recession when I was working and I had just had our second baby, mm -hmm. but really I was always kind of working on school. And those of you who have done school while having a family, you know, it ain't easy. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, you're coming home and you don't get to just study. You have kids to take care of and mouths to feed. And so, um, yeah. And so we've just, we've always just lived in like a constant go, go, go chaos onto this goal, complete the goal, move on to the next goal. Right. Right. And so we're finally in a stage of life after 15 years where we're both in our careers, we're done growing our family, and it's kind of like, what's next for us? And I think just in discussing, you know, we talked about the value that we find in listening to, like taking courses, taking self-improvement courses. Right now, um, Taylor's doing the Gottman Institute. Mm-hmm. And I decided to follow along with them because I find that information valuable. I had said on a, a prior recording that I really love self, self-help, self-improvement. Um, and so, yeah, it was like, look, if we can take some of this information, I mean, we used to go on walks in the evenings and I would be super stoked to tell you about like, I listened to this podcast about this, or you would be telling me about maybe a therapy session that you did. And I was just like, what? This is what you deal with? <laughs> right. Right? Like, yeah. And so we were just finding that we were each experiencing these things on our own and coming together. And we had this information to share. And it was like, look, um, you know, why don't we record this information and share it with others? Because, yeah, like the other night we were on the swing, right? And Taylor and I were just kind of discussing as the kids were supposed to be in bed. We could hear them goofing off. Right. <laughs> but they were supposed to be in bed. And we just were sitting there and it's like, okay, this day is our podcasting day. What are we, you know, we kind of discuss like, what are we going to talk about? And I'm sure everyone has felt this, but it's like that little doubt, that little like doubt creeping yes. in. It's in everybody. Everyone has that doubt. Yeah. Like, well, what in the world do I have to offer to anyone? Mm -hmm. Right. What if we like those that are listening, you are busy. Your time is valuable. We're busy. Our time is valuable. Like, what is the point of taking time out of our busy schedule, our busy day, taking time away from our kids? Right. And recording something like, man, it's got to be so profound and so groundbreaking to like make it worth it. Who's going to listen to us? Like, what's the point? Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we all have these doubts of what do I have to offer? You know, is this really worth it? But I think when it comes down to at the beginning of this podcast, what Taylor said, really, it comes down to if the information that we've learned or that we've are working on, are working or on or attempted, yeah. failed, screwed up. <laughs> yeah. Right. If things that we're doing, whether successful or not, maybe it's just us being real and vulnerable and that can be scary. I mean, right. honestly, like if we're going to podcast, we should have a hundred percent 
of just valuable information and, you know, we got to make it worth it. But at the same time, you know, I was saying on one of our podcasts, like, oh, I mentioned, you know, my, my sister <laughs> reads Harry Potter books. And I think on one of the episodes <laughs> you were like, I'm, I can't read that. Right. Like <laughs> right. I'm so focused on <laughs> like self-help. self-help. I don't have time for the Harry right. Potter stuff. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, man, what if I offend someone? Like I'm kind of known for just wearing my emotions on my sleeve, being kind of out there, you know, opinionated, like I'm sure I'm going to offend some people. But hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. Oh, I'm sure. I will too. I have. <laughs> right, know. right. It I'm, happens. I'm sure like people can choose to get offended over anything really. Yeah. But really what it comes down to is if we are going to be successful in anything we do, we have to be that raw and authentic self. Right. We have to. Like you can't, you really can't fake it. You know, they say like fake it till you make it, but people can tell when you're faking it. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, I don't want to get off track, but I, I feel like this does play into the why, but, um, you know, right after I had our baby, she's nine months now, I dealt with some postpartum anxiety and depression. And it's hard for me to admit that because with our other five kids, I felt like I bounced back pretty fast. You know, I kind of was like, I felt like having babies, like for me, kind of put me in this like state of euphoria in a sense. Like, oh, I have this like sweet little baby. Not that it was easy. I mean, right. Freak. Like, let's yeah, get real. Yeah. The children are not easy. Right. And all the moms out there, like, wearing those granny panties and nursing every five seconds. Like, <laughs> it, it ain't easy. Not sleeping. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you right now. But, um, but yeah, I just felt like for the most part, it was, it's just, it kind of brings me back to like a selfless feeling of like, I can do this. And I feel like in a sense, there's, there's like a part of me that becomes like a better mom by having another baby. I don't know. Maybe some moms can relate. Maybe other moms are like, girl, you're crazy. But I really, it was different this time. And I don't know if it was my age because I will admit I am past my prime. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think so. (laughs) I'm in my 30s and late 30s, mid 30s. Mid. Okay, Mm -hmm. mid. But but it was like, it was so much harder this time. And I, for a while, I just kept it inside. Like I'd run into friends and, hey, how you doing? And then it got to a point where I remember going to a workout class once I was cleared for like six weeks. And it was like, hey, how you doing? And I just immediately started bawling. I'm like, man, this is so embarrassing. But I decided soon after that to make a post on social media about how I felt. And I was really vulnerable, really real. Um, Sure, it could have been embarrassing because I'm admitting stuff that people don't like to admit, right? Right. It's like you don't like to admit that you are having feelings of like resentment or anger or whatever those negative emotions are. Mm -hmm. All of us, I think those negative emotions can sometimes trigger guilt or embarrassment. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you see that all the time. Yes. Yeah. All the time where, I don't know, it's almost that perfectionist mindset. And I think that's really big in uh, at least American culture. Like it's culture, right? You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, you have to be perfect. Oh, You have to look perfect. You have to be perfect. If not, then people are going to think less of you. 
And if they think less of you, you're not going to have anybody in your life and no one wants to be lonely. So I'm just going to bottle this all up and just put on my happy face when really, you know, someone says, hey, how are you doing? And then you lose it. Right. Right. You bottle it up and then you end up like me, just like crying in the middle of (laughs) an exercising class. No, but um, really, it's true. It's for some reason, our culture in some ways sees vulnerability as a weakness as a weakness when really it's a strength right because, because in- we're all like we're all human we all have our weaknesses you know and the person that acts like they don't have weakness that's very off-putting mm-hmm. you know what i mean oh yeah it's like oh i could never live to that standard and so they separate themselves from you rather than like that post you got a lot of feedback on that post because you know, people are like, finally, mm-hmm. I was feeling the same thing and I didn't dare talk about it. Yeah. All of a sudden you become relatable. Yeah, exactly. And there's power in that. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it was just, it was interesting too. Like, I don't think I got many comments on the post. Like, I think I got a few, but really a lot of the feedback and the messages were personal. Yeah. Behind DMs, the scenes. Behind the yeah. scenes. Because they didn't want to put all their feelings out there for other people to see, right? They were like private messages sent to me like, I'm so glad you said this. Um, a lot of them were very like, I feel like I can relate or I've gone through this. And a lot of them were encouraging. Like, hey girl, been there. Uh, hang in there. Let me know what I can do. Checking up on me. And yeah, there was just so much, uh, I don't know, just so much power in knowing I think it's like this with anything. There's so much power in knowing that you're not alone in something, especially something hard you're going through, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. All of a sudden, that vulnerability and that weakness of like, oh man, why do I have to? It it becomes powerful when you can find people to connect with. Like you become more relatable. Yeah. Um. Anyways, and so really, all these experiences, I think, you know, because. Really, part of me is like, okay, starting starting a podcast, it's really opening us up to having to be vulnerable, right? Right, just like any anyone who opens their up their life up on social media, you may get positive comments, or you're you might get a lot of judgments and a lot of negative comments. Yeah, like my good buddy Ryan, he experiences that all the time, all the time, you know, and he's his podcasts and everything's it's doing really well. He's doing really well for himself. And even though he's putting out a lot of positivity, helping specifically men become better men, he gets so much just negativity, even though like he's fighting hard to just basically make himself and as many other people or right. men better men. Right. So Order of Man is yeah. his podcast and he really does focus on building men up to strengthen themselves and their families, right? Yes. I, I know it's mostly like you have to be in this cool man group. <laughs> but like I've I've been around, I've eavesdropped on some of the podcasts and and calls and things and and yeah, really it's it's very positive, but people get rubbed the wrong way. Maybe he says something is and it seems aggressive. Like you can be passionate about something and really be fired up. And people can misinterpret it. Yeah, that. and people yeah. misinterpret it as like oh, wow, they're aggressive, you know, Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Like, and so I think opening yourself up and being vulnerable and talking about this is something that I've gone through, right? Or even just talking about our kids, like we're, we're kind of making them in a sense, 
like a little vulnerable. I mean, we try not to like mention names, but really right. talking about our family and our personal struggles and our personal life and parenting or whatever, um, it really does just kind of leave us open um, for harm. But also I think it's something that can really help people realize that we're really, we're all in this together, right? The reason we decided on bless our mess is because we are a mess. Oh yeah. We're Life a is mess. messy. Life is messy, especially with six kids. Life yeah. is always messy. Um, but no, like kids are no kids. Life is just messy in general. We're all, we all deal with, um, different challenges and things. So really that's, I wanted to just do, um, a podcast today about the why, just so that you understand. And I just want to say thank you also, um, anyone that is listening, taking the time. Yeah. yeah. Even mom and our siblings, our siblings, (laughs) even if it's just family, thank you for listening. No, but it really does. You know, it's not really like we're doing this because like, oh, we want to get famous, you know, but more of just if anyone out there can get something, get one thing from this. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just, maybe it's like something we're talking about parenting and they're like, oh crap, I do that. You know, information that Taylor's sharing about the, the youth, the things that they struggle with, right. or even if it's just me, even like sometimes I think, well, what do I have to op- offer? Taylor's the therapist, right? Um, but even if it's something that I decide to share and be open and vulnerable about, and people can relate to that, or one person can relate to that, then mm-hmm. it makes it worth it. Right. And when we were contemplating it and trying to plan it out of what we were going to do, and I was like, you know, even if it's just our relationship is that yeah. that improves, then this is worth it. Yeah. You know, this is like our, our, the only time we get together <laughs> just kidding but really like our our uh our house can be crazy sometimes right and uh yeah when we get to like okay this is our podcasting day leave us alone for an hour or whatever you know mm-hmm. even though i'm sitting here podcasting in pretty much pajamas like my joggers <laughs> my tea my crazy hair taylor's all looking profesh over there <laughs> just to give you a visual <laughs> we're real we're authentic (laughs) anyways um thanks so much for listening don't forget to check us out um on our social media comment anything that you'd like to hear about any feedback let us know